1: Welcome back to Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat on your home of the fighting hours, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. I'm Darren Pritchett, joined once again by Mike Singer, the Notre Dame football recruiting insider for Blue and Gold Illustrated. Check out his work at blueandgold.com. We're also recording this interview for the Blue and Gold YouTube channel. Well, Mike, we spent some time yesterday talking about Notre Dame picking up four commitments in four days. Now let's talk about some other recruiting issues today. This isn't really an issue. This is a good thing as Justin Scott, a high-end defensive lineman in the class of 2024, is front and center right now for many Notre Dame football fans as they follow his recruitment. Mike, let's just start off with some basics who Justin Scott is.
2: Uh, well he's going into his junior year of high school making him a class of 2024 player and he's listed at six five three hundred and ten pounds. Now um, look w- these high school listings we try to be as accurate as possible, but let's say he's let's just say he's six four and like 295 or three hundred. That's still really darn good. Like <laughs> he's going in his junior year of high school, and he's you know he's not like overweight either. Like he's just, he's got a very um, good build um, for an interior deep, like impressive. I'm sure Matt Bayless is thinking. I really hope we land this kid so I can get him in my strength and conditioning program. I mean, goodness gracious. On um, three has him ranked as the number three overall player nationally, number one. Um, interior you know defensive lineman um, which yeah he doesn't have like your traditional you know Alabama LSU Texas USC, you know he doesn't have the traditional offer list he's got Notre Dame he does have LSU actually um you know Michigan Wisconsin with which this is a side note like on three doesn't really look at offers as a determining factor in your your ranking it's it's what they see in an evaluation and, and information they have on a young man but um, yeah, Justin Scott's a freak show. Um, the uh, industry average ranking has him listed as the number twelve player uh and number one interior defensive lineman. I mean, yeah, Justin Scott is um he's a freak show and to this point he's only played fifteen high school football games. So he's got a, a very high ceiling as well. This is a player who I do believe will end up with just about every scholarship offered before it's all said and done. And Darren from Chicago St Ignatius. So that is uh, a nice little added bonus that I wrote about this at Gold.com this week. Like usually when Notre Dame's recruiting a player to try to get them into to campus, it's, you know, they're, they're far away. It's, it's uh, an expensive unofficial visit for a Chicago kid who's ranked as a five-star per on three, it's a little bit easier to, to drive over to South Bend. So this is a recruitment from a Notre Dame friendly school. You know in chicago that the irish should be able to win but you know it's the recruits decision at the end of the day so we'll see what justin scott ends up doing
1: mike you mentioned his size right now for his age i gotta be honest with you when you posted the story on twitter about him and there was a picture of him in a notre dame uniform he looked like a junior in college. I mean, he had 99 on. He is just well put together. I mean, honestly, had you not written a story, I would have guessed he would have been a Notre Dame football player already.
2: Yeah, and you know, he is. I'm, I'm pulling up this, this article right now for our YouTube audience, so I do apologize for for radio, but um, there you go. Yeah, I, I mean, he is again. He's lean. For for being 6'5", 310 pounds something like it doesn't make sense but yeah I mean he is um, he's quite the specimen wrote actually wrote two articles about him at balloongold.com one was on what's today Darren all days on together Tuesday morning about his recent Notre Dame visit that he took at the end of July as well as just his recruitment overall um, as well as an article I wrote last night um, with a prediction that I logged for Justin Scott to land at Notre Dame. Now, you know, I'm not expecting him to announce a commitment here anytime soon. Or so so it, it's a, you know, what I would call a projection pick. Um, but, you know, my, my sources on the Irish side of things do feel like Notre Dame is the lead school. So pretty big deal here if Notre Dame's able to, to land Justin Scott again. We'll see. Expect them to take visits. You know, we mentioned, wanting to see a bunch of the Midwest schools this fall. And and obviously that would include Notre Dame. So there's some battling here to do, but again, St. Ignatius in Chicago should be a school that Notre Dame should, should be able to pull a prospect out of.
1: Mike, since we're talking about an elite defensive lineman, let me ask you about coach Washington for a moment. When Mike Elston left for Michigan He was one of the top recruiters on Brian Kelly's staff. He did a great job of not only recruiting, but developing defensive linemen. He's now at Michigan. Coach Washington has moved into that particular role. How effective has he been so far on the recruiting trails?
2: I mean, I would say very good. And he's, he's helped a lot with linebacker recruiting, even uh, because he was the linebackers coach at Ohio state and you know, he had built relationships with, with some of the linebacker recruits like Drake Bowen, you know, he was recruiting, he was an Ohio state. The big one was the guy that the Irish got last week, Jay Nosberry. He was, I was told a strong Ohio state lead when out Washington was the Buckeyes linebackers coach, um, you know, never committed to Ohio state obviously. And then Washington gets to Notre Dame in January. And that like just gave Notre Dame another boost in that recruitment. So, um, you know, and the proof has been in the pudding so far. Defensive alignment, you know, landing um, who who have been the commitments: Devin Houston, Bubakar Traori, um, a couple in the twenty twenty four class, and Owen Wafel and Brandon Davis Swain. Um, done a good job with with Justin Scott, so he's he's been very good. But I'll add, Darren, gone are the days on the Notre Dame staff that it's just one coach and he recruits that position and the coordinator might get involved on a visit and, you know, the head coach will just see the kid, you know, on that final visit, or maybe a couple phone calls here. That's gone. It truly is a, you know, like a four pronged attack on, on every recruitment. You got Chad Bowden director of recruiting involved with every player, the position coach, the coordinator, and Marcus Freeman. So you have at least four coaches involved. And then with some of these like Osprey, you know, you had, uh, you know, Al Washington, uh, Al Golden, Chad Bode, Marcus Sherman, James uh, another linebacker um, coach who, who's been very good for the Fighting Irish. And I don't think Laurenidas, who's in a grad assistant role for the Irish, I don't think he's going to be around for very long because he's got position coach r- written all over him. Um, so you just have a lot of support staff that's doing a really good job um, helping out these position coaches.
1: I'm a novice, but that seems like the logical way to go after a kid.
2: I think I've told this story before, but there was a recruit a few years ago um, who was committed to Notre Dame. And after a game, um, you know, kind of made eye contact with Brian Kelly and wanted to have a conversation. And and Kelly just kind of gave the nod and kept walking as if Kelly didn't know who the guy was. And, And he was committed to his program. Like, um. It, yeah, it, it's just not not how things go anymore.
0: Hmm.
2: I mean, I, I said it on the air on Monday that you know Marcus Freeman's recruiting guys hard, and they haven't even offered the young man yet. <laughs> so it's it's just a lot different. Wow.
1: He is Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider for Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. dot com. I'm Darren Pritchett. Yesterday we spoke a little bit about quarterback. The search for class of 2023. We're kind of down to option, maybe C D E at this particular moment. How would you characterize where we are right now since Novosad went back to Baylor?
2: Oh boy. Um I don't know, Darren. It's it's hard to, like I it's hard to be positive, but I also don't want to overreact. You know, cause, you know, so that that that's kind of where I'm at with it, Darren. Yeah. Um, it, it really just depends on how things end up. Um, I would just I would give Notre Dame quarterback recruiting this 2023 class an incomplete grade because we don't know how it's gonna how it's gonna go. That's uh that, that's my take. Obviously, it hasn't been good. You, you know you said they're on plan D E. Um, let's just hope it doesn't get to F. You know, like let's hope it doesn't end up on a you know a, a grade F here um Notre Dame's going to take a quarterback in 2023 by all accounts, and you know, I've seen some fans say, "Oh, let's just skip it and take two in 2024." You know, I don't think that's what the Fighting Irish want to do. The CJ Carr reclassification talk—that's done, okay—and um, that's a, a really good thing to mention. That Carr is committed; he's a five-star talent. He's in the 2024 class, so it's going to take him a couple years to get to South Bend. But um, you know, as, as as this 2023 roller coaster has been with quarterback recruiting at least you do have that stud in 2024 committed to kind of fall back on and make you feel a little bit better if you're Notre Dame fan um but it is the most important position and um you know Notre Dame struck out with several quarterbacks in this class
1: is this fair you can rip this theory apart the Irish went hard after Dante Moore it didn't work out and it wasn't like there are quarterbacks across the country from the class of 2003 that weren't interested in Notre Dame, but with the efforts toward more, all these other quarterbacks found other places to call home eventually. So it's not like kids aren't interested. It was just Dante Moore was the guy they put their efforts into him and now they're trying to figure it out. Fair?
2: The, the, I mean, the
1: players they're after now,
2: and I say after, you know, there's, like players they've offered publicly, you know, like Austin Novosad who's committed to Baylor and decided to stick with that place. They offered Kenny Minchie from Tennessee. He's committed to Pittsburgh. Um, they're interested in Tulane quarterback commits Jackson Smalllock. And I know for folks think, Oh my gosh, we're going after a Tulane quarterback commit kid blew up over the summer at the elite 11 finals. And now I think Penn state's probably going to flip him. So Notre Dame hasn't offered Smolik yet. Um, and again, I do believe we'll end up with the Nittany Lions. So, like, and I'm told that there are other quarterbacks that they're talking to who are committed to other programs. Um, but for them a lot of times, that's kind of going to be kept under wraps because, I mean, just obvious reasons, you know, backlash for the, the kid or the pro, you know whatever it may be. Um, so Notre Dame is is just kind of going through their quarterback options. Again, I believe they'll they'll take a quarterback in this class, and um, I don't know, Darren. I think it's actually going to work out where they, they're going to
1: get a pretty good
2: one, um, but again, we, we just won't know, um, and, and I think it might take a little time.
1: Okay, fair enough. I asked you a couple of moments ago about Coach Washington. Let me ask you a more broad question about Notre Dame football recruiting and the coaching staff. As you followed all these coaches go through the process, many of them for the first time with the Notre Dame logo on the, on the T-shirt or on the polo, has anyone surprised you or intrigued you following them for the first time recruiting at Notre Dame?
2: Harry Heastan probably. So I, I started covering Notre Dame for, for Blue and Gold back in 2019. So obviously Harry wasn't the offensive line coach at that point. It was Jeff Quinn, who I always thought did a really good job on the recruiting trail, and that's kind of what his um, you know, biggest plus as a coach was. Like He, he was a grinder on the recruiting trail. And then I mean, he was with Brian Kelly coaching for, what, 30-some-odd years, so he's not obviously going to be, be hanging around, or I don't think Marcus Freeman probably wanted Jeff Quinn. But that's a different discussion for a different day. So you bring in Harry Hestand and, and the discussion is, ah, you know, he doesn't like recruiting, and is he going to recruit? And this is a recruiting staff, you know, with, with Marcus Freeman leading the charge. Um, and Harry is kicked. Can I say that? Can I say ass? I I, I just did, Darren. He has been kicking ass. I mean, he has been fantastic. I mean, they've got he he's picked up. Um, you know all, this 2023 offensive line class is darn good. He's already got uh, one in 2024 with Peter Jones. Um, yeah, I, I mean he that that's been a surprise to me, just how hard he's been going to recruiting. Like when he goes out on the road, he's not hitting up like you know six high schools. He you know he's stopping at a high school here one day and then you know he's just kind of popping in at you know the high schools the top offensive line targets. Um, but it, it's been impressive to me just how hard he has been recruiting because what I'd been told before was that, oh uh, yeah, that you know he doesn't really care to recruit uh, I'm sure that before he got hired, um you know he talked Marcus Freeman and him talked about you know, you're going to be on the staff like we're all about recruiting our butts off, and uh that's exactly what Harry he stands on, and then I would say the other one I've talked about Chansey Stuckey at Tom the receiver's coach, he's been awesome uh I'm a big Chancy Stuckey believer. He he's someone who I also don't believe will be. Uh, I talked about Loren Ides earlier. I don't think Loren going can be on the Notre Dame staff because he's been doing so good. He's going to get a promotion to a position coach. I kind of feel like same with Chancey Stucky. Like I think he is on a traje- trajectory. Excuse me, um, of a of a coordinator. Mm. Um, it, it, I don't know when that would be. He's still pretty inexperienced as a coach, um, but uh, yeah, he's a darn good recruiter. Great personality really good football mind um, under the Dabo Sweeney tree. So that's that's pretty good for him. And, yeah, I, I think the world changed his study.
1: All right, so since fall camp is underway, I picked out three guys from the class of 2022 that have made a few headlines already in the first week of Notre Dame football camp. And I want you just to offer your thoughts. You followed these guys going through the recruitment process. You watched them on tape. Let me start with Tobias Merriweather, the freshman wide receiver from the Northwest. Here's a guy that obviously is playing a position, Mike, where a freshman can dent the depth chart. He has that advantage, but it sure seems like, based on the reports we've seen already, that he fits the part. Now, there is a learning curve to go from high school to college at the wide receiver position, but give me your thoughts on Merriweather, what you saw to him in high school, and how good do you think this guy could be at the University of Notre Dame before all is said and done?
2: I'll start by saying the the reports about him standing out in fall camp are no surprise at all. I expected it, to be honest, Like not only from what I'd seen in person um, from him at the uh, All-American Bowl in San Antonio in January, but – for what I've been told from Notre Dame sources, like that staff had high expectations for him as a freshman, even coming in um, as a summer enrollee. Like people really thought that this young man, um, you know, could get on the field this fall, and, and that certainly seemed to be the trajectory for him. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as him as a player, you know, he lo- looks a little lean in high school, but I'm told he's up to 200 pounds. Um, you know, he's six four got speed track speed he's got you know the, the, the catch radius um he's a really good route runner i mean he's kind of the whole package um you know, he's got the leaping ability tobias merriweather is, is a darn good receiver and um you know you look at the the rankings only one website had him as a top 100 player hmm. you know I, I think he's a stud you know I, I certainly believe that he was one of the best receivers in the country
1: I think Irish fans are pretty comfortable at the cornerback position with the big three. You got Hart, you got Lacey, uh, Bracy, and you have Lewis. And I think there's a question, who's going to be that number four cornerback? Well, maybe it's going to be Jaden Mickey because that is a player that Marcus Freeman pointed out that is doing some good things already in fall camp, Mike.
2: Darren, he, he's someone that, like, I, I was told Notre Dame obviously really liked, but I thought it was a darn good player. Obviously, they wouldn't have taken him if they felt otherwise, but he's even surprised by just how good he is this quickly. Um, I mean, in spring ball, I mean, he just played with a swagger and you know, not arrogant or cocky, but very confident. Darren, um, he's not the biggest guy listed at, what, 5'11 and a half, 175 pounds. Um, But, I mean, he's someone who is uh, competing to to play this fall. Um, I I think he can be a nickel guy in in, in passing situations right away. And, um, yeah, smart, instinctual football player, um, just technically sound. Jaden McKee's a good one.
1: Finally, a guy that popped up in the Blue and Gold Illustrated defensive practice report was Nolan Ziegler, a well-thought-of high school linebacker that is now playing for the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Just some thoughts on Ziegler and what he could mean to this defense in the future.
2: I'll have to read the reports at blueandgold.com. I've I do uh, been very busy these past yep. few days um, with recruiting, so I'm intrigued to see what, what, uh, what our staff has been writing at him. I guess I'll have to sign up a dollar for one year to premium <laughs> access, Darren. I know people I'll get you a deal i appreciate it there yep. um yeah when, when, you know ziggler is a recruit highly productive wide receiver setting all sorts of um records at catholic central um i mean i, I don't did he lose any games when he was in high school i think maybe lost one or two games if not going undefeated like very productive on both sides of the ball um you know, Rover, Mike, Will can really play any of those spots. I do believe he's moved inside um, already since he got to Notre Dame. Um, someone who, you know, with his athleticism can be, a, you know, a really good modern-day sideline-to-sideline side inside backer. Um, yeah, Nolan Ziegler, someone who bleeds blue and gold. Uh, his workout room is it's like a Notre Dame mural. I mean, he is uh, – you know, he, he's someone who, if, you know, Mike Singer was named head coach, Nolan Ziegler would be like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> you know, this, I want to be here at Notre Dame, even if my coach is a bozo. Um, so, yeah, you need, you need guys like Nolan Ziegler on, their, on your team.
1: Well, speaking of the $1 deal, it is still available, and it's the smartest move anyone can make with the football season now, right here, right now.
2: Yeah, head to blueandgold.com, $1 for one year of premium access make sure you check it out on the site um, our staff does a fantastic job um, giving you all the news and notes from practice that we're able to attend and uh, i'd like to think that we have pretty good recruiting coverage as well so again head to blueandgold.com for that and uh, we still have um, copies of our 2022 football preview magazine you can get a hard copy or a digital copy and that is online at bluegoldonline.com
1: Very good. Mike, good to catch up with you. Thank you so much for your time and your knowledge. We'll talk to you next week.
2: righty. Thanks, Darren.
1: That's Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Stick around. More Budweiser's weekday sports beat coming up on your home of the fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960 WSBT.